0: River City Road presents Trust the Process. Now, here are your hosts, Skylar Chase, Mike Yazji, and Keith Manzi. Minus is Skyler, Mike and I on this early Sunday morning, post Florida State, Alabama, any other game, whatever you watch. That's the one we're going to be talking about today, though, as fans, Florida State alumni Mike Yaji here has some choice words for the team as a whole. Why don't we just go ahead and dive in? Uh, let's start with Florida State's offense. Mike, thoughts? The offense wasn't bad. DeAndre Francois, you could make the argument, could have played better.
1: He made some good throws. The touchdown throw to, was it Gavin Tate? Or, or, Auden, Auden Tate. Tate. Yeah. Auden Tate. He looked good. That was a good throw. Other than that, he struggled. Uh, the running game couldn't get going, but I expected that going in against Alabama, who is one of the best defenses in the country in the last 10 years since Nick Saban got there. Uh Offensive line did their did the best they can against that Alabama defensive line. Like I said, Alabama's defensive line is just otherworldly. Like they're they're just insane.
0: I agree. I think uh, uh, River City Rogues Alex Turco said it right. Uh, Cole Minshew was not getting it done at guard, okay. and uh, Derek Kelly played well at left tackle, and Eberly looked good at center and. <laughs> Ricky Leonard just Rick needs Leonard to he, big bench He just needs to go play another sport or something. Something a little softer, because I don't think he can handle the load. But yeah, the running game, it was a little sad. Game Akers looked better than Jock Patrick to me, but it think, wasn't much better because it was still average. Honestly, I don't know why
1: they didn't start Acres to begin with. I think maybe it's the inexperienced rook uh, true freshman going against Alabama, they probably don't want any expectations for him. Which I still I don't know if I agree with that. Just let them play against that D-line. Let them learn. Let them learn the hard way.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But like I said in the uh, River City Rogue preview for the game, the number one storyline I had going in was Alabama D-line versus Florida State offensive line. And DeAndre took some shots from that defensive line. Linebackers, secondary, they they went after offensive line. And they brought blitzes when they needed to, and it threw off Francois, threw off the offensive line. Missed assignments left and right. It just was a. It wasn't a great day for the line. It could have been better, but I think they did better than
0: a lot of people thought, including me, because I thought they were going to get absolutely manhandled. Mm-hmm. On the other end, I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't really have a great game himself. No. I mean, 10 of 18 for not even 100 yards and one touchdown. I mean, granted, no turnovers, but still not impressive for the hype that he gets, in my opinion.
1: To be honest. Our defense, although they had twenty-four points put on them, it could have been a lot worse.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and move to the defense. I mean, they played great. In my opinion. Yeah, they played outstanding. They but the helped. situations that the offense and special teams put them in, I think they were great. Don't get me a start on. I I'm, I'm
1: going to get into special teams. Yeah, and the man, special teams, minute But the defense dealing with the short fields did really well. The Alabama. I didn't even know this Alabama started av- – the average start position every drive was on the 45-yard line of the of Alabama. So they had to go 55 yards per touchdown oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to Florida State, who had to start on a 23, I believe, on their own 23. So they'd go 80 yards or 77. To be and that's exact a part. huge difference
0: for – I mean, obviously they have a good offense, but, I mean, you don't even have to have that great of an offense with that good of starting field position. It's yeah. frustrating.
1: It, it was brutal, but I feel bad for the defense, and honestly, Charles Kelly, I'm not a fan of him, our defensive coordinator. He did well today, or last night. He did well. But we we did get to Hurts a little bit. We got three sacks on him, which is good, but not good enough. We got two or three? I thought we got three.
0: Um, I know I know Josh Sweat got one. Oh, no, we did get two. I, no, I'm confused, I'm confused with Alabama. They got three sacks on,
1: on us. But, um, yeah, our often, our defensive line really did well. They shut down Hertz. They held him to 96 yards passing. And to be honest, only one of those passes was deadly. And that was the 53 yard strike to Calvin Ridley, who had a true freshman guarding him, which I still I think is inexcusable.
0: I would agree with that.
1: Inexcusable. They need to put DeVars and Fannin on him. Uh, leading, like, Leading tackle for the defense was Matthew Thomas, who will start the special teams blunders by Florida State.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, dive into that. I, I know you're frothing. Well, Matthew at the mouth. Thomas
1: for one. The game was pretty. I think it was almost over. It was in the fourth quarter. Florida State punted like usual. They punted and the Alabama returner—I forgot what his name was—he fair caught it, and it was Damien Harris. He fair caught it. Matthew Thomas hit him after he fair caught it, and that is the number one no-no in special teams. That is a 15 yard penalty. Matthew Thomas looked confused. Derwin James was actually unhappy with Matthew Thomas, and that's something a senior leader in Matthew Thomas. He you can't up, do that. You can't do that as yeah. a senior leader. Granted, he's only played one season in the last four years, but that's because of off-the-field issues and injury. Mm-hmm. And that's different. And then, other than Matthew Thomas, special teams was still a joke. A block punt. A a block punt which set up a field goal, luckily, because our defense is playing outstanding. Yeah. I think it was a block punt, wasn't it, that led through field goal?
0: Yeah, because they were right down there in the red zone already, and I'm thinking, well, that's seven more, and then it wasn't. And I was extremely impressed with the defense. I thought that was going to be a turning point. Well, I was was wrong. Yeah,
1: uh, let's see. In addition to that... Okay, this Florida State's offense got screwed the end the half. There was a play. Well, who was the one that threw uh, the receiver with the pass interference that was not called? I think it was Nooney. I think it was Nooney Murray. Let me double-check that.
0: But, yeah, that was right in the – I was, was still in the first. Yeah, right?
1: first quarter. No, first half, yeah, first half. And there was a blatant pass interference call. The offensive, the defensive back did not look back on the ball, which is, I thought, a rule in football. If you don't look back at the ball and you interfere with the play, it's fast interference. But mm-hmm. what do I know? <laughs> um, because of that no call, Flores had to settle for a field goal. If it, if it was called call, pass interference would on the one-yard line, dry, like on the knocking, like knocking on the door to score. Oh, yeah. And... Pass interference, no call. Okay, force had to settle for a field goal attempt. Roberto Aguero, I miss you. Ricky, <laughs> you are complete trash. You've always had issues. Ricky got a field goal blocked, and Alabama ended up returning it to wind out the clock. Luckily, they didn't score. Because that reminded me a lot of Georgia Tech's block. Pick, uh, yeah, pitch, I was having six. bad. I flashbacks. was having a flashback to that three years ago. Oof. Um, and then block punt. I think in the third quarter, uh, it was actually funny. I was at my friend's dad's house, and he was saying, look out for a block punt here. Nick Saban has not brought everyone yet. And without, not even a second later, they brought everyone and got through, block punt.
0: It just. Well, I forget what you call those guys that stand back there, like halfway to the punter. But there's three of them, and all three of them looked left. Yeah, and, and one of them on the right. The guys got came right, and I'm like, "Come on, dude! There's three of you. You don't need all three of you to look the same direction." But can we can we not forget uh, Keith Gavin uh, oh. returning or catching that ball like right in the end zone and getting to like the 11 yard line like? And then fumbling.
1: Yeah. yeah, he tried to do exactly what he did last year against Michigan. Luckily, Michigan worked out. He scored a touchdown. But when you fumble the kick, just. Go, just on fall it. on it. Fall on it. Don't even, if you're going to run it out, okay. Just go to maybe five, six yards and fall down. Don't try to make a play. And he tried to make a play and fumbled the ball. Alabama got it and just took over. And that was the end of it. And unfortunately, the biggest storyline, although the special teams was complete garbage, biggest story is the loss of Dion, our quarterback, DeAndre Francois, who could miss extended time with a look, a Bad knee injury because he could not put any weight on that knee, on that leg.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that it's like a Bryce Harper scenario where it's just like a bad bone bruise or something like that. But yeah, I've I've watched it a couple times now and it did not look good. It's
1: a huge blow because uh, Jimbo's already gone out and announced that James Blackman will be the back, will be the starter if Winston or no, I'm sorry, with Francois misses extended time.
0: So if you're Jimbo Fisher and you've got Blackman as quarterback, what kind of approach are you taking for the games coming up in the season? To be
1: honest, I don't know. They burned the red shirt for him. He was yeah. a red shirt freshman. They burned the red shirt, throw him in there. Now he lost the red, sh- red shirt eligibility. They had J.J. Constantino on the back. I would
0: have... He probably would have thrown a couple pick sixes, though. Oh, yeah. You With know, three minutes left, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but James Blackman... Let's see what he's got. I don't know. He's a true freshman. I haven't seen much about him. I wrote about him briefly in the Rogue preview for the season. I didn't think he'd play this quickly. But we'll see what happens with James Blackman. Well,
0: I, th- I think it's good, honestly. I'd rather have him out there during the season. Because he could be a potential starter down the road. Constantino just... Well, Constantino just, would never you know,
1: start ever again for safe. Unless another. I, I-, I wish
0: he transferred to another school. The last-chance-you style or something
1: like and- that. <laughs> To be honest, now this is the time we will probably miss DeAndre Johnson, or Malik Henry, the two quarterbacks we kicked out.
0: Yeah, I didn't see any stats on Malik Henry, but I did see DeAndre Johnson did not play much for FAU in their loss. He was only two for three for five yards and an interception, so not a yeah. great start. But you know they had like some incredible lightning delays. I heard That game yeah. went on. For, like, yeah,
1: they six went. Hours. They, I don't know why FAU played till 2 a.m. In that game,
0: but. Well, uh, Kiffin came out and said he would have waited as long as he needed. There was two hundred fans in the crowd. Yeah. The cheerleaders had already left. The entire student section was gone. I mean, what are you playing for at that point? Pride? You're already down like six touchdowns.
1: Mm-hmm. But to get back to FSC real quick about James about uh James Blackman, he's 6'5", 185. He's a little light, but he's a three star crew, kinda of got a glade central high school.
0: and yeah, so it was Clint Trickett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He chose Florida he chose some of those over the Gators the Mountaineers of West Virginia, and Louisville Cardinals. So we'll see what happens with Blackman, but he looks like he'll be the starting quarterback for at least Louisiana Monroe if Francois cannot play, which I
0: don't think he will. Even if, even if Francois is okay, I don't think they'd bring him out for that game.
1: They shouldn't. I've said this before. I was going to say, if Francois got a little bit hurt
0: against Alabama, you don't play him against Louisiana Monroe because
1: in two weeks, we've got Miami coming to Tallahassee.
0: We need mm-hmm. – if Francois can play that, of course, but – you yes. heard it from me first, though. If uh, Francois is not playing versus ULM, look for defensive touchdowns. You know, yeah, we, we may, may score up. a couple. We may score a couple offensive touchdowns, but I think our defense is going to step up. We're going to get a pick six or something like that because they're going to know. Derwin James said it himself. You know, it's not a one-game season. You got to go out and win each game, as it's a new game. And I think they're going to step the hell up and make huge plays against a very average ULM. But yeah, against Miami, that that's kind of scary. Fingers crossed for a speedy. I'll be there. I'll be in Tallahassee for that weekend, so we'll see how that goes. I got invited, but I am hanging out with my girlfriend. So am I. Yeah, that's because yours lives in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well. We actually made some pretty good time on that topic. Did you have anything else to say about Florida State? Let's see. If Francois misses these, let's say,
1: oh, I to be honest, I think he's out for the season because that did not look good. He could have torn some ligaments. I don't know what, but if he's out for the season, their chances of returning to the playoff from two, three years ago is, looks very, very slim because we've got to go to Death Valley. With a quarterback. With, I mean, he'll have like starts
0: in a system, but Death Valley is a different monster. What's our uh, win-loss at the end of the year if Francois is out for the
1: year? Let me let me take a look at the schedule. Let's see. Louisiana Monroe, I think, will still win. Miami, because they're Miami and they can't win, we're going to win. Our defense will find a way to win that game. NC State, they looked awful yesterday against South Carolina. I think we'll win that game. We'll beat Wake Forest, beat Duke. Probably lose to Louisville because Lamar Jackson's coming into town. Boston College, we should win. Syracuse is a win. At Clemson is a loss. I don't even know. Is that Dominion State? I don't even know. Who uh, uh, Delaware State, State, State Delaware me. State. The Hornets. That's a win. And then at the Gators, the Gators one will be interesting. I think I it think depends on who's their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who their quarterback is, and that's a whole other story for when Skylar comes back or wherever he's at. But I think Franks should be quarterback on the Gators side. Down the road or starting now.
0: I agree with that. Zaire looked terrible, and he looked terrible in that jersey too. You can't, you can't pull off the long sleeves anymore, especially yeah, the long, the Sam the Bradford colors. sleeves, the Ooh. Sam
1: Bradford sleeves.
0: God, it's so ugly. But no, uh,
1: the Gators they need to start Franks. I don't understand why they even benched him. I know he had a fumble, but I would, I would have started cut Franks the entire game. The offensive line for the Gators looked pretty bad. Michigan kept getting to Zaire and Franks mm-hmm, but um, Michigan is another monster and Florida fans whoever keeps thinking that Florida fans are gonna that they were gonna beat Michigan soundly yeah look take a look at your offensive play calling, take a look at your, off- your quarterbacks and I've been saying this since they got McIlwain. if they don't find a quarterback soon, a true like at least a good quarterback, McIlwain's out the door in two years. Luckily for him, he's got a five-star ready to go next year. Yeah, we'll but see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But I don't think Florida, they don't find a quarterback soon, they're going to be suffering in purgatory for a while. Yeah.
0: Well, keeping the college football theme, um, there were quite a few games that were just like, oh, God, that that happened? So what game, just one game that blew your mind, this week one of college football.
1: Well, Blue Mountain, before even the season started, when the polls came out, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. If you saw a team that finished five and seven the year before, this past year, would you even consider to put them in the rankings?
0: Suppose it depends on what kind of recruiting class they came in, but probably not though. Just generally speaking, now probably
1: not. University of Texas. Oof. Yeah. They were ranked number 23 in the country. Yeah. New coach, new coach Tom Herman from Houston, who they stole from Houston,
0: but very good Houston,
1: yeah, and they lost to to Maryland, Maryland. and they allowed 51 points in that game. So Texas who scored 41, that's the most points ever scored I think scored in a Texas season opener against them, ever I believe. I have to double check that, but you can't let 51 points be put up on you in your home opener. As a ra- no Texas should not should not be ranked at all have any business being ranked
0: no but obviously. that's
1: what my thoughts are on the rankings ranking system is such garbage I don't I know mean, how they do it
0: okay you start the season you shouldn't have rankings you should wait until week one's over and then you can do that I agree because what is the point of preseason rankings oh wow USF's 19 wow that's crazy they're going to do huge things I think UCF's going to be good but do we know if they're the 19th best team in the country
1: UCF or USF no. USF yeah you said UCF my bad USF I think you did I don't know
0: I don't know, Mike, you're confusing me. <laughs> well, my mind blow was uh, UNLV versus Howard. Howard is an FCS school, if you didn't know. But they came in and beat UNLV 43-40. to 40, The largest point spread underdog ever. They were a 45-point underdog, and they come in and beat UNLV. Cam Newton's uh, little brother, actually, Kalen Newton, rushed for like 190 yards and two TDs. He accounted for like 330 total offensive yards. I mean, yeah, he's a stud. Good, just like his brother UNLV. in college. Like, you may not be good, and your field is ugly as sin, but you can't lose a game like that. It's Howard. Like, I can understand, like, if Georgia got upset by App State, it wouldn't be the end of the world anymore because they've done it before. Chase to Michigan. Yeah, sorry, Chad Henney. Ugly. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Let me not get that far.
0: But, uh, Jaguars is another story. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a pretty intense game. I mean, giving up 43 points to an FCS goal. All I know
1: is also just to get, like, I'm looking at the rankings right now. Florida, the way they play, they could fall out of the rankings. They were, they were 17 before the before the game started. They they could fall maybe late 20s or early 20s or fall unranked. Florida State will most certainly fall out of top five. Mm-hmm. Most likely top, possibly top 10. I
0: would say like 13.
1: I say the highest they fall like the low. Well, okay. the highest they can be ranked, I'd say, is eight or nine. We could Cause and, yeah, you still lost to the number one team. Yeah, future. that's a, and yeah, and Michigan did win, so they'll go up a few spots. So we might switch to Michigan. Right, we'll go up to eleven. We'll go down to eleven. Michigan will go up a little bit. But my top five right now, let's just do this top five for college football. Alabama, undisputed number one, in my opinion. Ohio State's two. USC will be three, although they did not look good. They battled nope. Western Michigan. <laughs>
0: Western Michigan.
1: The Broncos. Oof. Although I'm debating putting Clemson at three, but I have to go with USC at three, Clemson at four, and Ohio and now Penn
0: State at five. Throw them out top five. What do you think? I, I wouldn't argue that. Oklahoma looked yeah. good too. Yeah. Baker um, Mayfield.
1: There's some Heisman candidates already producing. We got May, Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma, 19 to 20. He only had one incompletion. 329 yards, three touchdowns. Penn State's running back, Saquon Barkley, 14 carries for 172 yards and two TDs. Sam Darnold did not look impressive, 289 289 yards, two two picks, although his running back, Ronald Jones, a second, 18 carries, 159, three TDs. So, I mean, there are some possibilities. Lamar Jackson also looked good. 30, 46, 378 yards and two touchdowns. And he had 21 carries for 107 yards. Yeah,
0: people people just like wrote him off for some reason. I feel like he's still going to have another strong year.
1: And who, who played on Thursday night? Oh, Ohio State. I got the uh, running back stats. His are just disgusting as well.
0: Hmm. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, yeah, please go follow us at TTPRCR, our first uh, um what. Poll from last week. We got some votes on that one. Um, the question was, "Do you pee in the shower?" Sorry, Mike, but uh, we got seventy-three percent of our followers. Honestly, say they if do. you
1: didn't live in a dorm, then you would not want to pee in a shower. So you
0: know what, hey, man. you gotta do what you gotta do. Save water. So I guess pee down but, the drain instead of pee in the toilet and then flush. I guess. Oh, the running back from Ohio State,
1: J.K. Dobbins, twenty-nine carries, one hundred eighty-one yards. And although in Simi Cobbs Jr., the Indiana receiver, he balled out as well. 11 catches for for 149 yards in one touchdown. And Indiana's quarterback threw for 65 times and threw for over 400 yards. Richard Lego. But I don't know what quarterback will be good that wears 21 as a number.
0: Well said. Well, you got anything else, my good sir?
1: Yeah, look for the Florida State, uh, review, Florida State Alabama review probably coming up hopefully tomorrow, Monday.
0: And don't forget to read Alex Turco's article about what Florida State needs to do now that they have lost against Alabama, which is already on River City Rogue. So go ahead and take a peek at that. But uh, I think we are finished here. Thanks again for listening. Episode 2. Next episode, we'll have Skyler back. We can and talk a little Gator football
1: and talk Knowles. And hopefully, uh, next Sunday will be the start of the regular season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey. It depends. We don't even know if they're playing in Jacksonville or Houston. We are still waiting for that. Stay
0: tuned for that. Keep up with River City Road on our website and keep up with us on SoundCloud, Twitter, as well as Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for for listening you all. Have a great day. Trust the process.